December 1st, 2020. LYV will emerge stronger from COVID-19, fueled by Ticketmaster's globalization. No industry has been more affected by COVID-19 than live events, which is to say Live Nation has not had a business for the past eight months. They have simply been in the business of survival. To that end, the company has made it work by fortifying its balance sheet with $1.6 billion of fresh debt and a significant cost-cutting program to keep cash burn in check. Finally, the other side is in sight with vaccines set for distribution. In concert, LYV stock is within 10% of its all-time high. For further upside from here, the company will likely need to show it is a better business on the other side of COVID than before. We believe that will be the case. Both the supply and demand side of concerts appear to be intact. 2022 has more established artists touring than any other year by almost double, while fans continue to hold on to 83% of tickets for postponed shows. Meanwhile, there will be unfortunate fallout for LYV's competitors. International mom-and-pop promoters won't survive, accelerating market share gains, while the ticketing competitors such as Viagogo, StubHub, which intended to compete in primary ticketing, have been financially hampered. Live Nation is actively working to return as a more efficient organization, having already permanently reduced fixed costs by $200 million, a significant number for a company that did $942 million in 2019 adjusted operating income. There was clearly more fat than we realized. A major focus of this cost reduction and for future margin expansion and top-line opportunities is at ticketing. LYV's ticketing operation simply has not had the efficient, scalable infrastructure that most e-commerce businesses have, mostly as it has been constructed on top of legacy technology and through a series of acquisitions. Progress has been made to modernize the architecture, but on a local, system-by-system basis, with emphasis in North America. Additional cost savings and incremental revenue opportunities will be realized as the company moves to globalize both its marketplace and the tools that allow this marketplace and its venue clients to function. The failure of Jetson and a modular approach. Upstarts in commerce and media built on the internet and then mobile have often replaced legacy businesses who were tied to entrenched infrastructure technological, contractual, brick-and-mortar, etc., and could simply not adjust quickly enough. Ticketmaster, having been built in the late 70s on a mountain of legacy technology and expanded through the acquisition of similar businesses, has seemingly been ripe for disruption for more than a decade. Nonetheless, Live Nation's ticketing business has continued to thrive. Its continued dominance has been aided by the combination of vertical integration, the moat from its North American business model, which exclusively embedded Ticketmaster into the majority of larger venues, and older technology which has held up strongly during on-sales. 
However, it still has had to modernize quickly enough to fend off global upstarts and has actually outspent other incumbents in the process. We detailed ticketing's modernization history back in 2016 when we asked, should Live Nation accelerate investment in Ticketmaster? Which investors should read as a companion to this piece? In short, following the Live Nation Ticketmaster merger, the ticketing division was a global amalgamation of mainframe ticketing systems. The company began a project called Jetson in 2011, whereby it sought to replace the legacy infrastructure with, quote, as we said in 2016, one flexible system for both clients and the company by which venues could control their tickets with little help and LYV could add new ticketing products and expand globally in a much more efficient manner, end quote. LYV abandoned Jetson as moving to a single system proved too difficult and time-consuming. Instead, the company moved each of its local ticketing systems to a modular architecture, whereby disconnected inventory management from the marketplace and abstracted many of the system's features into an API layer. The company could then build new tools and replace modules over time as it prioritized them. LYV focused its efforts in North America, where a number of impactful modules have been built on the host system. Early successes were Ticketmaster Plus, when the company integrated primary and secondary tickets, and Ticketmaster One, a web-based suite of event management, marketing, and reporting tools for venues. Recent standouts have been the move to digital ticketing in presence and safe ticks. The move to rationalization and globalization. Modularization created enough flexibility to modernize each individual ticketing system where it was most impactful. However, the company never did globalize its efforts. Some rationalization has occurred, but there are still numerous inventory management systems and marketplaces, and there are a ton of separate modules extracted from, or added to, each sitting in the service layer. For instance, there are probably several separate sets of pricing tools, each serving different marketplaces. As you can imagine, this creates tremendous inefficiency, with efforts being replicated several times over and some markets being modernized more quickly while others are starved of resources, not even having access to modules built for other markets. The impetus for our 2016 piece was that this is clearly weighed on SG&A and kept ticketing capex, or capitalized labor, elevated at around $100 million per year. It has also limited monetization opportunities and made it harder for the company to expand into new markets. Over the past 18 months, the company has begun on a path to finally unify its global ticketing infrastructure and unlock the associated benefits. With LYV at a standstill during COVID, management has had the time and financial necessity to expedite these efforts. The company brought together its global ticketing business under Mark Yovich, who became president of global business as Ticketmaster President Jared Smith moved on. Shortly after, LYV announced it would permanently be cutting $200 million of fixed expenses, with a large portion likely coming from ticketing. Then, 
at Liberty's analyst meeting, it unveiled its future platform architecture. For a diagram, please read the note on www.lightshedtmt.com. You can see the company plans to move to four inventory management systems with some of its niche systems, such as TicketWeb for clubs, Universe for GA shows, and Frontgate for festivals remaining separate. More importantly, though, it will have one unified set of APIs, one set of venue tools, and one marketplace. A global marketplace and identification system. The new architecture should take shape over several years with additional upside coming throughout from cost savings, capex reduction, and revenue upside. Like the original modularization, the company will have to prioritize the rationalization and globalization project. The move to a single marketplace with a single identity layer will be high priority and is perhaps the lowest hanging fruit for Ticketmaster. There are obvious cost savings from not having to maintain separate marketplaces, each with its own discovery and checkout, plus events that are created multiple times for different marketplaces. But also, the current system is not very consumer-friendly. At this point, we expect not only every e-commerce marketplace, but every application on our phone to function worldwide. Imagine going to another country and having to download a new Uber app and go through the sign-up process again. If you want to go to a show in another country, you will have to download another app or go to a different website and recreate your login and re-enter your payment information. If you are a sports season ticket holder, that is also in a completely different account. A single marketplace and customer identity will yield other benefits to the company, some realized in other divisions. For instance, the company talked to a $125 million AOI opportunity from deploying new ad units across the buying process, which will be far easier to scale with a single marketplace. Also, we have spoken to the importance of data and how many and how more opportunity created from data and analytics will be unlocked by digital ticketing. A single marketplace and identity layer will tie all the data together seamlessly. Other immediate priorities could be globalizing safe ticks and presence, which should both be easy and have instant impact, especially as we exit the pandemic and venues want to know everyone walking through their doors. Moving to distributed software development. Globalization won't just unlock cost savings by reducing headcount, it should also lower the cost per head. As LYV has focused its ticketing efforts in North America and Western Europe, that is where it has employed most of its developer talent. Those also happen to be the most expensive markets. As the company unifies its developers, we would expect it to ramp up its talent in lower cost markets. Also, COVID-19 has proven the viability of remote work. Like other companies, Ticketmaster is now embracing a distributed workforce, which will allow it to pull from a larger pool of talent. That being said, we do not want to minimize the importance of high-end developer talent and the difficulty in recruitment. Ticketmaster is going to need to add some top-flight engineers to pull off this transition, and that will not come easy. The marketplace is very competitive, and best talent is likely looking first at the tech giants and exciting startups, not to Ticketmaster. 
We see the ability to retain and add developer talent at the highest levels as the biggest risk to the execution of this plan. Customer service overhaul. Developer talent is not ticketing's only major labor center, and the fractured nature of the ticketing infrastructure is not the only reason Ticketmaster margins run well below what you would expect for a global e-commerce marketplace. There is also a lot of customer service and even sales labor involved on both the client and consumer sides of the business. Part of this goes back to Ticketmaster's legacy roots. Call centers accounted for the vast majority of ticket sales for a long time. Even in 2020, LYV still has venue partners that require sales by phone. Consumer-facing customer service has also continued to be predominantly over the phone. Globalizing ticketing should minimally allow for some consolidation of contact centers. More importantly, we expect LYV to also automate many of the customer service functions through online tools, which it will now be able to leverage globally. The company has started the process. It may sound trite, but most of the COVID-related refunds were processed online slash automated. In the past, every single refund happened over the phone. Similar efficiencies should be unlocked on the client, venue, slash promoter side of customer service. Just rolling out Ticketmaster 1 broadly and continuing to add other technological solutions will help, as will the ability to service clients around the clock with fewer bodies. Ticketing M&A still necessary, but more attractive. Earlier, when we discussed the marketplaces, we used Uber as an example for what Ticketmaster should look like, a singular app that works everywhere. The example is relevant for discussing Ticketmaster's scalability. When Uber wants to move into a new market, it is able to leverage its core technology with some market-specific customization, such as regulatory, currency, etc. This has not been the case for Ticketmaster. Entering a new market has meant M&A and adapting the target company's technology, even if it moved the tickets to a different inventory management system over time. This meant a slow process and adding even more unique infrastructure and another marketplace to the company. Sometimes it also meant additional capex or operational spending for needed improvements. The truth is that even with Ticketmaster's globalization, M&A is still probably necessary in many new markets. Acquisition means buying the customer book in addition to the technology, and it is the most practical way to scale into a new market. However, LYV should be eventually able to roll its infrastructure into new markets quickly and seamlessly after globalization and make M&A much more accretive. Just another way LYV should unlock value from a long overdue ticketing division overhaul. COVID stopped LYV in its tracks in 2020, but it also compelled the company to focus on initiatives that fell by the wayside as the company managed its global growth. The outcome should mean a better business on the other side with line of sight to continued growth.